you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Definition of a Woman. This levels to the shit. We are your hosts. I'm Nadia, Michelle, and Danielle. Sorry, I don't know. Why. <laughs> so okay, this let morning. me tell you something. <laughs> hello, first. <laughs> okay. Before I go in, let me just say hello. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Checking okay. in. <clears throat> check. You know. Check. Check it out. <laughs> what's going on? Michelle, what's going on with you? You know, nothing. I'm just out here in these streets. I feel like I said it every time. You do. <laughs> I'm just out here in these streets. That means streets. she must be in the streets. <laughs> she is heavy in the streets. <laughs> I don't think I have um anything new and exciting to share. Life. Right. Life. You know, we're here. That's always exciting. I'm happy to be here. What about you, Nadia? <laughs> um, you know, just living. Just living. No, I had a uh, went to a cookout with family last night. As a matter of fact, and it was super fun. We danced and okay, party, drank a little. Okay, a little two step. Oh, I love you know, it. I did do a two step. I did. It is. It's, it's starting to be cookout weather. I can't wait. It's my favorite, favorite I, time of the year. Let me just tell you guys, I'm planting the seed. Not planting it. Um, I've lived here over five years now. And I've never been invited to a cookout. And I've been dying to go to a cookout. Like, can what? I just go to one cookout, please? You haven't yes, you been should to a cookout. I haven't here. been. I thought that's what y'all do down here. Like, we I, do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, come, no, I can't find me a good cookout. That is mm. unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. Well, so you're gonna have down. to just, <laughs> not write it down. down. That's head, me telling time. you the next cookout Correct. I'll be at. Yeah, okay. that's right. You'll y'all heard it invite first. to the next one. Not y'all heard it. I can't believe you've been here this long and haven't been to a cookout. Never been to a cookout. I've been wanting to have like just everything, you know, hot dog on the grill, some hamburger, chicken, you know, whatever. <laughs> not just going down the list. <laughs> you know, I got my list ready. <laughs> when when the when the weather break, let me tell you when the weather break, smoke. On and the I regular smell it. second, not I, even just on the weekends. You nope. gonna smell it Monday through. That's it. He and so you, nice you just invite your friends over and just <laughs> yeah, have a cook out. Sometimes it be um, impromptu, like completely mm. impromptu. I, I just really want a burger on the grill. When we put some on the grill, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, you spoke my See, language. I need that. <laughs> well, next time, next time we next thank you. time. We'll thank you, that. thank you. So, um, should we just hop into the episode? Yeah, then? let's yeah. do it. So, <laughs> let me just give you the background. So, the title of the episode is Cultural, Religious, and Political Differences in Relationships. Does the polarity thrive or divide? Right? Mm, and <laughs> the reason why I was thinking about this, I had a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my daughter comes from a different culture on her dad's side. And I definitely, in dealing with different family dynamics, I definitely see some cultural differences in just right. how we do things. So um, I, you know, and then I, I think we were talking about, you know, interracial relationships and so, and coming from an interracial relationship, mm-hmm. I just thought it would be a good idea to talk about this and kind of get some more information on, you know, like some of the facts. Right. Yes. We love the facts. We love the facts. Is this a thing? You know, which we know it is, but I mean, what are the numbers if we can come up with anything? But the first thing I found in my research was this thing called marital conversion. Mm. I was like, that's such a great way of putting it, right? (laughs) Um, Which is basically the religious conversion upon marriage, either as a conciliatory act or a mandated requirement according to a particular religious belief. So then with that marriage conversion, I was like, okay, what about divorces mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. conflict within marriage due to religious um, beliefs? And I'll just read a little bit um, of this article from Goldberg Jones on how political differences cause divorce. Um, And the title is Divorce Over Politics, How Differences Are Causing Divorce. The old saying goes, never talk politics or religion in polite company. 
It's taken numerous forms over the years, but that's the general gist. And it's solid advice. People feel passionate about these topics and conversations often become heated. Friendships have ended for less. (laughs) And let me tell you, so true. I can't tell you how many, like... Brawls, (laughs) Brawls, <laughs> not brawls. <laughs> My dad, eighty years old, by the way. No, he might be eighty-one now. Who's eighty-one? My sister would have to come pick him up from the gym because he would have gotten to it over <laughs> politics at the gym. Okay, Your daddy said, he's been I said what out. I said. Okay, right <laughs> with friends he's funny. had for years. Okay. Um, it's one thing if friends or coworkers have drastically different po- political de- de- beliefs. Excuse me. This often leads to difficult interactions and social situations or at your job. That's hard enough to handle, but it's something else when it's your spouse. Mm -hmm. In reality, politics and political leanings often have a huge impact on the stability of relationships and marriages. Ongoing political disagreements often lead to divorce, and it's only getting worse. Um, And then it says, with divisive political figures, most notably Donald Trump, and contentious issues cropping up on a regular basis, it's increasingly common to see cases where politics cause divorce. Mm. What what do you think about that? It's like, of course, but then it's like crazy, right? How... It is. It's, it's, and I think part of it, too, a piece that you read is like, oh, you don't talk about yeah. politics, you know. Da, da, right. da, da. It's like, we should. <laughs> we should. And, Definitely and have that conversation. Like, you at least know well, where your partner marriage. stands. Yeah. Yes. yes. Somebody you're dating. Like, I mean, I get the concept of not talking about it in a workplace because obviously everybody has different beliefs, thought processes, opinions, et cetera. But somebody you're dating, somebody I'm dating, I'm absolutely going to ask them the questions that I probably shouldn't ask the rest of the world. Right. Because if I'm laying in bed with you every night, living with you, saying that you're the you're my end-all, be-all, and so on and so forth, and you're saying that I'm not asking these questions, that's super odd. Right. I'm going to ask. Right. <laughs> or I'm going to pay attention to you. Yes. Like, when certain things come up in conversation, like how you respond. Exactly. I mean, those things are really going to make a difference in how we move forward. That's where that communication comes right. from that we talk about all the okay. time. <laughs> how do you so not we'll circle about- back to it at all times. Okay. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Um, so that's one aspect, right? Mm -hmm. The difference in political views. But then there's another one, like I mentioned earlier, the cultural differences. Mm -hmm. Um, and let's see, I pulled up this article about, um, cultural differences and it's titled, um, the role of culture in marriage and divorce. And, um, what I took from that one is according to, although cultural Culture and race are synonymous. There is an undeniable link. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the percent of interracial or interethnic marriages rose from 7.4% to 10.2% between 2000 and 2016. However, cultural extends culture extends beyond race and ethnicity to include religious, political, and other aspects of society. For example, an individual's perception of sexuality and sexual orientation can be influenced by the religious and political background of their parents and the local community. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. Um, so culture and divorce. According to a report released by the Centers of Disease Control in 2002, mixed race marriages had a 41% chance of getting divorced, whereas same-race marriages had a 31% chance of ending in divorce. Again, given a strong correlation between racial or ethnic identity and culture background, this type of statistic might reveal an important property about multicultural couples and divorce. I'm not super shocked by that. Me either. All. <laughs> that, that is 100% like, duh. Right, right. <laughs> I think seeing the number, though, it still makes me like, I didn't know it was that high. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at the foundation of marriage, you know, regardless of what the attraction was, you love this person, you committed to this person. And so I just felt like um, it, my obvious, like, logical <laughs> response to that is, Right, because they're never going to understand you mm-hmm. <laughs> with these polar differences. But um, it's still a lot. It's still a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's 
still bit the difference shocking. between the regular, you know, traditional marriages and well, you know, it's like basically a 10 percent uh, difference increase. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. which I, I mean, that's not shocking to me because if it's thirty one percent, you want it to be a. I mean, not that yeah, you want if it you to look be at a little higher. Yeah, if you look at mm-hmm. if you look at it, it's just a ten percent. Yeah, increase, but that a hundred percent makes sense because. I mean, based off of what we're about to talk about today, yeah. you know what I mean? With with things being so different, like growing up with different backgrounds or different beliefs, like that stuff is in you. Like right. it's within, like it's it was, it's like your foundational part of who you are, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So of course, if, if I can't, yeah. exactly, if I can't, if we can't connect on that level, it makes it that much harder, especially if we're like completely different. Yeah. Yeah, so I imagine agree. you have like the... The racial differences, you know, but then you also have cultural ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like on top of yeah, yeah. Mess on mess. <laughs> it's a lot. Mess on mess on mess. Mess on mess on mess. So let's get into the definitions then of differences because um, that will be important in understanding, you know, as we go forward. So let's start with Webster, Nadia. Um. So differences. A quality or state of being dissimilar or different, an instance of being unlike or distinct in nature, form, or quality, the element or factor that separates or distinguishes contrasting situation. Sentence time. (laughs) (laughs) Timing is often the difference between success and failure. Right. All right. The Urban Dictionary <laughs> definition for differences says a pseudo polite way of saying something is unpleasantly weird or unacceptable, chiefly used in the Midwestern United States. Example, Grandma, look at my nose ring. Grandma, that's different. <laughs> Come on, grandma, with the that's different. That sounds like a grandma response. That sounds just like a grandma response. Okay, so we've already kind of dived into the topic a little bit, but I want to bring forth some more questions. We also have a guest today. We're going to get our our little two cents before um, we have our guest and um, dive into it from a more personal uh, experience. Have either of you... Well, I'm going to start with you, Danielle, because mm-hmm. you, you've already said you did. Have either mm-hmm. of you um, dated someone with different views than you? And if you haven't, would you date someone? So whether it's political, religious, or cultural. So we know you have. Um, so I guess for you specifically, Danielle, like what are some of the struggles that you might have noticed as the relationship went on or as you guys, you know, parent your child? You know, um, I dated somebody before my child's father. I dated someone who was Muslim. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't notice, like, a, but that's because we only dated. We didn't go, like, into marriage or mm-hmm. anything. I feel like if it went that route, we would have had a would have had to have a conversation. I'm also a very spiritual person, though, so I'm not that religious mm-hmm. not to be able to receive another um, way of thinking. Um, So I feel like I would have been pretty open-minded to his religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, And even during um, Ramadan and stuff like that, it was a whole different thing than what I was used to. But I had to respect that, and I did, and I was actually very intrigued by it. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it was something that I took as a learning experience. Now with uh, my child's father, he comes from Nigeria, and um, I just noticed just, like I said, some cultural differences in just the way they respect their elders, mm-hmm. the way the expectation that elders maybe have on the younger people, um, and just how they move mm-hmm. in different ways. Um, so those are the things that I noticed. What about you, Nadia? Um... Uh, I was I dated somebody uh, different religious beliefs than me. Mm-hmm. I dated two people, as a matter of fact, different religious beliefs than me. One time, it was someone who um, was atheist, and I didn't know. That's oh. why we dated. <laughs> okay, um, that those conversations was 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 getting like heated. Oh, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? They were yeah. they would get heated. I just it was just the lack of understanding well I, I couldn't I'm just I'm gonna be honest I, I, can't under, I can't understand somebody who don't believe, you know have some sort of faith like right. then I always question like well 
what it what is your moral compass lie? Mm, like you know what I mean? That is such a great So yep. that that was a struggle in itself. And then I dated I did date somebody else who had um different beliefs and it you know, it wasn't terrible, but I always said and always knew that if I couldn't find someone who was like-minded like me, then I never th- I never thought that the relationship would like you know go anywhere because mm-hmm. like I'm heavy on on my beliefs and what it is that I know to be true just like I guess everybody but I was like yeah I can't do this <laughs> this isn't really <laughs> working work. right I as long as I could so yeah it's just I mean it is tough being with someone uh you know who has different thought processes and beliefs in you so um I don't think I've ever dated anybody seriously that had a different like I don't know about political because mm, when I'm younger I don't really ask <laughs> I, don't, I don't care <laughs> um, no, I don't care <laughs> really it's none of my concern so I don't and I don't even think I would I remember one time it was super long ago and they had asked me his uh, stepfather is Muslim mm-hmm. um, about like would I convert and I was like nah <laughs> nah bro and like <laughs> it was quick he was like you wouldn't even consider it and, and to my minor defense I'm a whole lot more open now about other people's religion mm-hmm. and their thoughts and things like that um, I still don't think I would convert but I might will be more open to it. Mm-hmm. But it, then it was like a it was like a hard no, and I think it's more so because of my perceived perception of of Islam. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and what mm-hmm. their expectations might be of um, women. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be able to do it, <laughs> big dog. I just <laughs> not big dog. <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just going to cause too too many issues. And to your point about it being so um, foundational, mm-hmm. it would have been hard. You know what I mean? It would have been hard. And it would be even more hard because I would have felt duped. Like, we had already had Elijah at that point. Yeah. Like, why are you asking me now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is some shit you should have said at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all noticed, but my dad is Muslim. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. My dad is Muslim. I almost feel like that's part of, I mean, I don't almost feel like it. it is based off a conversation with my mom. <laughs> but that's one of the reasons they didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom is not Muslim. Mm-hmm. Never thought about converting to be mm-hmm. Muslim. My mm-hmm. dad used to ask me if I would uh, think about converting, and the answer was a hard no. So, you know. <laughs> when it's no, it's no. <laughs> it's like, I respect. And they get mad. Like, people do get oh, upset dad, about it. I'm like, my dad got upset. If like, I can respect you for your religious beliefs, you should right. respect me for not wanting to. But they don't. They don't. People. I said convert. Right. <laughs> okay. So, I don't get what you talking about. Right. <laughs> what I said was. Nadia, if you don't get over here and convert, daddy, it ain't happening. So we talked about how hard it would be to kind of maybe possibly sustain a relationship with cultural, religious, or political differences. What are some things that you think would be a struggle in parenting with those differences? I think more so probably religious and um, cultural differences probably affect parenting a little bit more than political differences. Mm. Um, But how do you always start with you, Nadia? How do you think that could possibly affect Um, your parenting? I think political too, like, but not as intense, like Mm -hmm. you said. But I mean, obviously, if if it's especially around religion, right? When when you have two different people, majority of the time, I know some some parents are like, "Oh, I'll let them find their own way." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, if if that's the case, then it's not going to be hard for Mm -hmm. for you to parent. But that would mean that y'all are on the same page before having children to say, "Hey, you know." Because we are different, you know, we're we have different, you know, beliefs or whatever. We're gonna allow our child to. Those are conversations beforehand, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's like when you have, because you you have so many families that try to merge, but then they forget. Like, okay, you're not converting. I'm mm-hmm. not converting. What happens when we have children? And they don't have those conversations. So then, when the ch- child come around, it's like. You're pulling on the child to say, hey, this is what I believe. This is this, this, this. This is what I'm teaching you. 
And then you have the dad over here saying, like... <laughs> Something totally no, that ain't different. It. That ain't it. <laughs> who, who is who? No, that right. ain't She right. wrong. She told you wrong. So, and it's like trying to force that child to choose, I think... I mean, of course, you're going to argue about that because I, I want my child to believe what it is that I believe. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, they're over there like, I want my child to believe. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think if those converse, those tough conversations aren't have up front, then like, y'all going to be in a shitty place. Wow. You That's know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's not just the whole religion, but religion, I feel like, is like probably top notch. Cultural, of course, because... Like, culturally, you're raised a certain way. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not just beliefs, although I feel like beliefs sometimes tie into it. But a lot of the time, like, people choose different, a different belief pattern or system afterwards. But culturally, you are who you are, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to grow up and want to raise your kids a certain way. So, I mean... It's just it's, like it's gonna be tough. It's, it's gonna right be there. tough. And to your point about culturally, like I, I think specifically like black and white, um, mm-hmm. interracial dating. It's just uh, without with white people not having like kind of the bad experiences that come along with being black. They a lot of times don't realize the importance of the conversations with children about you know how people may speak to you and mm-hmm. how you can't act like your friends act like to them maybe like no they can do that and it's like no mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a hard no no they, no, no they can't mm-hmm. I was thinking you know what this is crazy so it's a lady had put something on Facebook a while ago about like her kids jumping around in the mud and then her having to go to the store or something like that I was like I would never let my kids jump around in the mud mm-hmm. and then take them to the store because people gonna talk junk about them mm-hmm. like like they're dirty like they're less like especially if they already feel like they're less than because they're black you're definitely gonna feel like they're less than if I come in there with Dirty black kids. <laughs> and so it's stuff like that that I honestly feel like white people feel freer to do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think it's a good thing because it, then your kids feel free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're not yeah. like, oh, you know, I can't do that or you're going to get dirty right. or ill don't touch that. You know, they, they definitely are freer. So I think both sides could adopt something in that way where, you know, let your child be free, their children. But also the other person needs to understand the perception of what that freedom looks like on a black child. It's not the same as it looks like on a white child. Yeah. It's very true. It's unfortunate. It Any is. additions? Danielle? I would just say, like, when I first think about, like, differences, you know, like, religious differences in a relationship, I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> because how are we going to raise children? Yeah. And we both you know, think differently. But then when I think about it more, I'm like, yes, you know, my partner can believe what they want to believe. Um, and then I believe what I want to believe. And then we allow our child, like you were saying, Nadia, to develop their own beliefs as they get older. Do you feel like uh, that it it can cause like potential confusion for the child? Yes, which is why I feel like it could. I would want to you know, have my child be their own individual. But when they see mommy over here, you know, praying to God and then maybe daddy's praying to Allah, like, you know, it may cause some confusion, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's all to me the same message. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have our um, God that Mm -hmm. we pray to. And so, um, you know, I would want her to, you know, find her God and whatever spiritual journey she has. So, um, like I said, I feel like it would be difficult to have that difference in religion yeah. for that reason. But I feel like it could work if, if you know, I had to. Now, the cultural differences. <laughs> it's, it's different. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think there's some benefit there, too. Because mm-hmm. in those cultures, and I can only speak from one that I've dealt with, mm-hmm. I do I do admire the way the children look up to the parents. Mm-hmm. Like they just really respect and honor their parents in a different way. And um I think there's a discipline and um respect factor that, you know, my child could uh benefit from. And I also think it's important to know your culture. Mm-hmm. She deserves to know that side. And yeah. so um you know, I want her to speak Igbo like I want her to know different things about her heritage that I wouldn't be able to teach her from that side. That's good. That's good. So this is the last one before we get our guest on the line. So, you know, that's Nadia's all about communication. So 
the question here is, when do you have those conversations about difference of religion and culture? So y'all, you know, we're on a dating app. We we swipe. Is it left or right? Whichever one is yes. <laughs> and we go on a date. Like, my mind's like, let's keep it high level. Let's just see how we vibe. So when, after your first date, when do you have the conversations about your more deeper differences? What do you think, Nadia? Um, probably second date. <laughs> <laughs> my ass needs to know ASAP. Because here's my, my thought process is, like, I don't mind, like, keeping it, like, cute and see if we if we mesh well, right? <laughs> because you do. You want to see. Because, I mean, honestly, if we mesh well, it don't matter what, what belief system you have or whatever. Mm-hmm. If we not vibing, we not vibing. Right. And rather we believe the same exact things. I don't want to be bothered with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but by second date, we're vibing well, we're meshing well. Let me go ahead and get this out real quick. Uh, what do you believe? <laughs> what is your belief system? Like, are you are you spiritual? Are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you go to church? Do you, like, certain questions that I have because certain things I believe in don't believe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or... Do you like Donald Trump? (laughs) (laughs) Yes or no? I need to know. And even if yes, why yes? If no, why no? I mean, it's not going to be a hard stop if Mm -hmm. you, you know, I could, you know, because I'm okay with Donald Trump in a lot of areas. So, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not Republican. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, asking those questions that I feel like are important to me. Like, how how were you raised? Like, you know what I mean? Like, all of that stuff is important because I need to know. Because yeah. if it's if it's not something that I feel like I'm a vibe with, then we're still on. I'm trying to see if I'm a vibe with you or not. Mm-hmm. Might as well get it out the way because later on I don't want to have a conversation and say, "What do you mean? You you, you know what I'm saying? Right. I never you, knew. You, I didn't know you didn't like black people, <laughs> and you're black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I never. Oh my I gosh, that knew. reminds me of this guy I dated, this European guy, and he. he I, I would be like, you know. Speaking to your point, I'm black, mm-hmm. and he be like, "No, you're not. <laughs> you're too fair skinned I don't even like black people." But right? <laughs> oh my god, that's how it was. I said you're not oh black. Oh my god, you're not black. I said no, you're not. Uh, anyways, what are we gonna have? To anyways, you hungry? Uh, let's get back to the blackness before we eat. I, right, I get past that, like he. I introduce him to my mom and everything. How could you not? If you can't accept me being black, you can't accept me. Right. He said, I want to just take that part away. (laughs) I don't like who you are or what you're about. Not Italian. (laughs) No, my dad is Italian. My mom is black. I'm black. (laughs) Potato, potato. (laughs) No, no, you're not. (laughs) He was so serious about it, too. I bet he was. No, you're not. I need to know how that ended. (laughs) How did that go? That was a cultural difference, too. Yeah. I forgot about that. him. Dang. Not I forgot about him. <laughs> Not I forgot about him. Not you just made me remember who he was. <laughs> Is that why it ended? Because he wouldn't accept you were black? It or? was a huge part of it. Mm, like, yeah. he, there were some major, like, cultural differences there. Like, just him being... I want to say he was Bosnian, but you know, forgive me if that's not the right political mm-hmm. term now. But um, yeah, he was, and it was just totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. You look, the face you gave me when I said that, you're like, how did you do? It's very handsome. Okay, Michelle. <laughs> oh. That is funny. Not miss. Mm-mm, I can't do it. Uh-huh. I can't I do it. I can't. I can't. Okay, so we're going to pause for the call so we can get our guest on the line. My bestest friend, I've known her since we were in the uterus. Our mothers are best friends. We're 13 oh. days apart. So we're going to get her on the line so she can run us some business about her okay, relationship. Yeah, okay. I love that. <laughs> I'm always used to hearing da 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 Okay, we're back. And we have on the line my bestest friend on the phone. Her name, you want to say her name? Do I want to say my own name? Do you want me to say your name? People are weird. Um, no, you can say it. Okay. My bestest friend, Eb, is on the line to talk with us about some differences in her relationship. I'm going to let her, you know, introduce or talk about her relationship herself, um, what differences they have, and then I'll ask you your questions. Hey, Eb. Hi, y'all. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you. 
thanks for having me. I feel so official and famous. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so tell us how you and your mate differ. Um, in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> I'm black. Corey is white, and um, we grew up different. Like I won't say that we were poor, but you know, definitely working class. And Corey's family. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to be like wealthy, but you know, they mm-hmm. have they they have money. Got so, a coin in that way. But then also in the flip of that is the way they kind of grew up was like they were poor, like they didn't really spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, my mom gave me what I wanted, so that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, to me, you know, on the outside looking in, I feel like you guys are are more alike than you are different, but I'm going to have you kind of tell your your thoughts on some of the differences that you've noticed over the years of you guys dating. Okay. Um, first thing is how we kind of solve problems are different, and we've had to learn to communicate <laughs> with each other about how we're feeling. I'm just a very blunt person, probably too much um, sometimes. Like, I'll just say exactly what's on my mind and Corey's definitely more reserved but I think a lot of that is how we grew up and um I don't know I don't want to well it is you know I think it's a lot about how like just how maybe different races I don't know because I haven't I've never apart from her I didn't date any other person outside of my race Mm -hmm. but um I think my parents did a really good job of raising me to know that the world wasn't going to be accepting of me. Like, some people aren't going to like that I'm black. Some people ain't going to like that I'm a woman. And they just gave me a lot of, like, love. for. But I can't think of any other word, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, home was just very safe. And they're Mm -hmm. like, we're going to give you everything that you need. So when you go out in the world and people try to tear you down, you're like, I don't give a fuck about what you got to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. right, I'm, I'm fucking awesome. But I don't know. I don't think Corey got that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because her family didn't have to think about those things. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a that's so, yeah. a good point. That was one of the things that, that, we, huge point. <laughs> that yeah. we talked about before before we got on the line. So you had mentioned, of, of course, you guys are different races and kind of the way you guys were raised to your point that you just made were, was different. A piece of it was because, you know, your parents equipped you with the tools they felt you needed to navigate life as a black woman. And her parents gave her the tools that they felt she needed to equip her to move through life as a white woman, which is, as we all know, very, very, <laughs> very, very different. So I have a two-part kind of question for you. The, the first part is, do you feel like Corey fully understands you? And in times where she doesn't understand you or your feelings about a situation, how do you deal with that? Um, I don't think that Corey fully understands me. And I don't think that as I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's I don't think it's realistic or I don't believe it's realistic for someone to understand you completely because Mm -hmm. we're constantly changing and evolving as people and who I was a week ago might not be who I am today because I'm just trying to be the best version of myself. Right. But I will say that she is extremely um, sympathetic and empathetic. Like she doesn't. That's good. um, Example, we used to work at, we met because we worked at a bank together and I don't think that Corey understood like how some of the customers made me feel or as I moved up and up in the bank. Um, sometimes people would have to regroup like, oh, this black bitch is going to be helping me handle my money. Like I rather let the part time girl that's white help me, you know, mm-hmm. and she hadn't really I don't know if she's ever really experienced that, but she did recognize that there was hurt there. Mm-hmm. So in that example of where. I mean, I guess like you are venting just how you would to your to your to your partner. Like with me, if somebody's venting to me about something I don't really understand, it gets awkward for me. (laughs) I just get quiet. I just be like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, man. She's like, oh, damn, that's up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't know what else to do. I don't don't got nothing else for you.
you. I don't. I don't understand. So is it one of those situations where she's like, "Oh, babe, you know that does suck," and she kind of like is 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 wanting to to your point be sympathetic, and empathetic towards your go- with what you're going through, or is are there ever deeper conversations of like what that looks like, what that feels like, so that she can better understand. She'll probably never experience it, but so she can better understand and I guess recognize it in times that it, it, if it happens again. Mm-hmm. Um, again, going back to communication, I try to explain things to Corey that are in a way that's parallel to something she has experienced. And it's not going to be, you know, it's definitely apples and oranges, but I'm like, someone made me feel like this and this is what they said and it hurt my feelings or it made, yeah, it just made me uncomfortable. Then I try to give her an example of something that happened to her. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the same thing at all, but right. just knowing that somebody talked down to her at work and right. it made, it hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. You know? right. And I'm That's like, good. it wasn't because I'm bad at my job. It's just because they might not necessarily trust me or mm-hmm. just like me because of their own prejudices yeah try uh-huh. to make her see the connections and yeah. things that she's that's good look at yeah. you look y'all at so you. mature y'all <laughs> <laughs> she's like that's my friend she's that is my friend <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um okay so well before i get to this one because i have one other question but um you know my assumption and if we need to cut this part out or if things have changed let me know okay Plenty of editing we we can do. Um, okay. If you guys decide that you're going to uh, parent by whatever way that you make that decision um, and your child may uh, be black or look black or be mixed, how do you think or how do you plan to handle raising a black child if that's what the future sees and what are those conversations going to look like because I'm sure you're going to want to have it with Corey you know and mm-hmm. and the child but there like you mentioned there are some things that she has not experienced and may not understand on the same level as you do so what are, are your thoughts on how you guys would I mean even if it's a white child though to be honest because they'll still have um a black parent how do you think you guys will parent that child and have those conversations with the child um, we talked about this the other day, um, because I don't know, I feel like we're like, oh, should we, do we want to adopt a kid? Do we want to have a kid? What, what do we want to do? And then that changes. I feel like it's weirder with not, I'm not going to say all same sex couples, but just with us, if Corey was a dude, I would have probably been pregnant by now. And then we just <laughs> have kids, you know, Right. Yeah. but it's, it's more planning and, you know, I'm just not going to wake up and be like, whoops. Wild night last night. That's not going to happen. But we did talk about if we did have a baby, um, we would definitely want to adopt a black kid and probably a boy, which is like, what the fuck are we doing? Because (laughs) now we're two women trying to raise a man, a black man in this world. Like, I don't know what that would look like, but um, who we would ask for help and you know, definitely to make sure that the kid had, like, a strong male presence in their mm-hmm. life. So, you know, that. like, you don't know how things could affect the kid and people not being there or, you know, we don't want them to miss out. And then what our families would, not what they would think because we don't give a shit, but <laughs> um, how they would interact with that kid. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know. I think our moms would definitely be on board because they have grandbaby fever. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to say that our dads wouldn't be okay with it, but I think you got to kind of meet people where they are. And again, we've been together long enough. It would be like a, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't know. It. I think it, they would need an adjustment time to mm-hmm. be like, okay, well now y'all have a kid, you know? Yeah. Or, and then sometimes, um, it's fear behind that. And they might not say the right thing, but it's more so them being scared for us and how people that we don't know would react to that news. Does that make sense? It does. Do you worry about, um, I mean, to that point, like how the families would interact with the child or talk around the child. I know sometimes You'll see, um, like, oh, I love my grandbaby, but then you'll say something 
prejudice. Racist or prejudice, you know, around them. They're like, but I ain't talking about my grandbaby. Right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't talking about my grandbaby. So how do you, I mean, I think both of you guys are pretty like, no, I don't say that. Don't, you know, don't do that. But have you guys had those conversations too? Like who addresses the parent that is rude or disrespectful to the child, because I feel like you both are one to be like, ah, you need to not, you know what I mean? But you have to mm-hmm. kind of tread lightly when you're talking about people's uh, family. So have you guys kind of had that conversation, or what are your thoughts around yeah, that? Yeah, and um, we have, because I'm definitely the um, the more vocal one, and Corey is more chill. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I've talked to her about what that will look like, and like, hey, you have to speak up too because I don't want our kid to grow up watching me bulldoze people and you just kind of like here for the ride you know (laughs) I don't want to be like the quote unquote angry black lady that's popping off on everybody yeah Yeah. um so yeah but we've definitely had some conversations I don't think that anybody at this point would say anything but um also if people don't interact with people that that's different from them and all they know is what they are used to, then they're probably going to say something that is problematic. So, right. I mean, I'm not, we don't think that it never would happen because people are going to, people think they can say whatever they want to. And I'm like, you absolutely right. But you need to be prepared for the consequences. Right. Right. Exactly. Always got to be ready. Ready for the end game. (laughs) Okay. I have all of that is, is like, uh, overwhelming and nervous, you know, mm-hmm. about some hypothetical kid that we don't even have and, like, how we're going to protect them from the outside world, not just our families or, you know, like, even our friends. Um, mm-hmm. If they start school, what that's going to look like. You know, like, oh, my God, you got two mommies. And then I'm <laughs> in kindergarten ready to fight somebody. <laughs> I beat up kids. Um, go get your mama. Go get your mama. <laughs> Um, so as you were dating, you noticed, you know, differences and looking at her, like, you know, looking at her funny for certain things. She might be looking at you funny for certain things. How did yeah. you decide that the differences were not enough to deter you from pursuing the relationship? Um, yikes. Because uh, I love her. <laughs> um, oh, no. I think about some of the other stuff that happened in other relationships that I've been in and or even what some of my friends were dealing with and the things that me and Corey didn't see eye to eye on weren't that big of a deal to me. And it was things that she was working on and I was trying to work on to mm-hmm. make sure we both met in the middle. You know? Right. And definitely the good outweighed the bad. I'm not saying that it was just been a walk in the park because some days I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... I think, and then overall, like, me and Corey have been together um, since, like, 2015. Like, it's been a long time. So, that whole time, us together have been great. Like, Mm -hmm. all of our problems have really been other people's opinions Mm -hmm. or how they've reacted to us. So, it was like, we're fine. It's just working not even working with other people just shutting down other people I feel and that's really harsh to say but um it's like if we're great then you keep putting this negativity out here and it's like no you got to cut that shit out yeah, yeah. for sure separate I, mm-hmm. I can like tell y'all how many times I've told people like friends acquaintances family members I'm like you keep saying this shit to us and it's like people really wait their I believe they wait their whole life to find a love like like I have with her and somebody mm-hmm. that really accepts me. I'm like mm-hmm. and it's fucking annoying as shit as I am. <laughs> and she's just like, okay, I'm gonna rock with your worst of ass. And I'm like, I fuck with you too. <laughs> <laughs> just like, well, it just doesn't look right. And what are other people gonna think and blah blah blah. And then, you know, people give their religious opinions and I'm like, why are you telling me this like, oh, I'm just gonna shut this out and be done with this because it makes you feel uncomfortable or you're worried about what people will say about you or what, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you think that your opinion matters that much that I'm going to give up on this for you, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, what I've tried, what I, we told our families too, is that 
I mean, we gay. At the end of the day, if me and Corey don't work out, I'm going to go out and find another bitch. Like, <laughs> you, know, you need to get over that because I'm, I'm not going to be with a dude. I, right. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so it sounds like y'all can kind of band together to keep out the noise, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. All your communication. I love it. I'm proud of you. I love it. Big <laughs> on communication, so I enjoy it. Did either of you ladies have a question for Eb about the differences in her relationship and or how she handles it? Um, is it is it only a cultural difference, or was there any political difference along with it, or any religious That's a good question? Nadia. Um, mm-hmm. differences that you guys had as well. Um. No, and I don't think I could be with someone who political differences weren't the same as mine. <laughs> you gotta draw a line somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how far, how much I can say on here, but if she was a Trumpster, I would have been like, I just, that's too much for me. Yeah. Um, you know, snaps are the people that can do it. Do you? <laughs> I couldn't. Um, and we're. I wouldn't consider myself to be a religious person. Um, I think of myself as being more spiritual, and mm-hmm. Corey is definitely more religious than I am, but that doesn't cause any issues because of communication. So, Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Communication is yeah. always top priority. <laughs> Look, Nadia's over here beaming. That's her, <laughs> that's me. That's her jam. Um, yeah. Anything you wanted to leave the people with, advice, something that you wanted to talk about that we didn't bring up? Anything like that? Um, yes. If y'all know anybody or if you have friends that are in a relationship that might not look like yours, I think people should be mindful of what they say to people because it might not, you might have said something that's off the cuff and not even thought anything of it. You ain't thought anything about it since then. And the person you said it to has been carrying that shit with them since the day you said it. Mm, So um, you should be careful about what you say. If y'all are chilling, no one gives a shit how you feel about their relationship. Just being honest, you know what I mean? Like, That's very true. I've been hanging out with some friends, and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, I just love y'all together. Y'all are so cute, but I just want to let you know that I don't support that. Like, I think y'all are going to hell. And I'm oh. like, all right, I'm going to insert a name, Sam. I don't like your fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, so just be mindful of the things you say. Yeah. And not just to couples, but to people. Like, sure. we all out here just trying to live in this fucked up world and do the best we can so I know that's nice. right that was good advice well we appreciate yeah. you for joining us I love you tell you Corey I say hey well. mm-hmm. and we'll Thanks talk soon thank of course you. bye thank you. bye that's my best friend she <laughs> um, <laughs> answered all of those questions that was good well. wasn't it yes. she so proud of her. She came through with the come through. Came a long way. Um, And Nadia actually has some more insight from um, someone who was in a relationship that had some pretty uh, deep differences. And she is not going to be here live today, but she took some time to answer our questions and sent them over. So Nadia is going to read through that and we'll comment where necessary. Yes. So, um, Miss Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the first question that was asked is, what was the difference culturally, religious, or political um, in a relationship? Well, they're married. Um, so the response was all three. <laughs> all of All of So she is black and her husband is white. Um, the next question was, what are some of the differences you have? So the cultural difference, her response is the cultural difference because of the interracial relationship um, is because of the interracial relationship. And it really impacts us while bringing up a biracial child. So they had a child. Um, The way she was brought up was whooping a child if they were, of course, out of line um, compared to her spouse that wants to sit and discuss the issue because he doesn't believe in popping is the word. <laughs> um, she stated that their religious differences is due to her being heavy in a church and her husband never went to church. Um, but she stated that wasn't really a big deal 
because um, she got him to, I guess, go to church with him. So okay, it wasn't a big deal by him not necessarily going. He wasn't opposed to, you know to what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, that makes a difference being open a, to a it. huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the political difference was due to her being a Democrat and him a Republican. She did state that she wished she would have asked asked more questions while they were dating because they have different views. And sometimes it causes arguments from time to time, depending on what's going on in world in the world. Mm. And that makes perfect sense, though, mm-hmm. because sometimes that's, that's when you're going to see the political portion come out yeah. is when some shit that's popping right. off. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. And then yeah. it's like, wait, where are you staying? No, no, no. Where are you staying? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> now we ain't here fighting. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that made sense. I asked... How do you how do you deal with those differences? She stated that the way she deals with the issues is to address it head on um, or just, you know, as well as picking and choosing her battles, mm-hmm. yeah. which is super important anyways in any relationship, because regardless, I don't have to agree with you on everything. Mm-hmm. And even in me being able to disagree, I can choose which which what's more important me telling you, me trying to fight you and tell you mm-hmm. where I stand on something, you know right. what I'm saying, versus just sitting down and saying, we this let's agree to one. disagree. Yeah, let's keep right. on going. Right. Which keep one it, to keep eat? Because I'm not right. going to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it another time. Tonight. Maybe not, but we're just going to move on. Um, the other question was, do you feel like your partner fully understands you? Mm. And um, in asking this question, I asked because she is a black female you Mm -hmm. know what I mean so I just wanted to know like do you feel like your white partner understands you as being black in America basically she stated that she feels as if her partner doesn't fully understand the struggles of being black um he brings up the issue well white people has it just as bad as black people and then he goes to say um like you know they don't say it in the news or the news doesn't show that part so that is where, right. like, for me, like, we will continuously bump heads <laughs> right. in that area because, I mean, it lets you know, like, you don't understand me then if if you're saying white people have it as bad as, as, bad as black people, then you right. really genuinely don't understand the black struggle. Yeah, especially with the news part. That's the part that, like, didn't sit well with me because I'm telling you my experiences and you're telling me what the news is reporting. Right. I, I actually grew up black. Yeah, like, I'm living <laughs> it. I'm I'm saying, you're telling me I'm wrong because the news doesn't show it. I'm, right. like, I'm telling you what I lived through. But that also goes to show that, you know, how white people don't, and I'm not saying all, obviously, but how there are some white people that just really can't grasp around why black people are the way that they are, why they feel the way that they feel, because they feel like society hasn't hurt black people, but black people have been hurt by society, mm-hmm. like, forever, you know? Literally, since we And got it's been normalized, <laughs> so of course you're not really going to understand the gravity of it if it's just normal behavior to you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that part. Uh, the last question I asked was, how did you decide that the differences were not enough to deter the relationship? She stated that the differences was not en- not enough because to deter the relationship because everyone has their opinion and she has to respect basically the fact that everybody don't Do have the have same opinion. Uh, <laughs> you know that they don't have the same opinion, which is true. <laughs> right. You know, you're gonna be with somebody. Y'all y'all are not gonna be like minded on everything. Yeah, and that's the that's the truth. I think ultimately it's just deciding. Rather, you know, you can deal with or not deal with. Like, for instance, someone else, um, and I wish I, I wish I would have been able to get her on, but she dated somebody religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so religion and actually cultural, because, like, I think he was, I can't remember where he was from, but mm-hmm. he was across seas. One here. One here, right here. One right here. But um, I know she ended up converting mm-hmm. for him, like for mm-hmm. them to get married and everything. She loved him enough to want to convert. Um, I think he was Muslim. Mm-hmm. Wanted to convert. So she did that. But at the end of the day... They ended up divorcing. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I think they may have been married five years, maybe. Mm. And it's like, I remember she made comments about her family um, kind of like, not. I'm not going to say disowning, but mm-hmm. it was, you yeah. know, headed right about there. But, um, and like, for for, the, for a marriage that didn't work. 
You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted, I, I was really hoping to get a, in contact with her because I wanted to know, like, are you still practicing? Yeah, that's the part about conversion that bothers me a little bit. Me too. Because it's like these people, true, like whatever religion, they truly believe it. And From so I feel like beginning. you have to have some sort of belief in it to convert to it. Otherwise, oh, I feel absolutely. like you're just appropriating the religion, Agreed. for lack of a better Agreed. word. And how could... I converted for you. That's because that's the question I would ask you. Yeah. I would feel like you converted for them. You know, is that your religion now? Did you actually start to learn? Because if you're converting for somebody, when you're done with that somebody, Did you go then back? you throw it away. Right. In, 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 in my mind. In my mind. That that's correct. me too. That's why so, I would love to know if she if she still practices. Mm-hmm. Because if not, then I'm like, you shouldn't have converted. You, sh- you shouldn't right. have converted. Just to say right. it on paper, yeah. I guess, or just to be able to vocalize. But then and say also, I do it. like they said, in the, like I said in the beginning, it's maybe not up to her. It may be like a religious belief. Like if you get married to this person, you have to convert. It would be up to that person because yeah. yeah. you gotta decide. Like you can't. You could say, "Oh, you gotta convert if you want to marry me." Well, that's a choice. Well, yeah, so on her side, yeah, yeah, on her, yeah, on her side, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you're right because, yeah. uh, like some some of the Indian culture. You have they have to marry somebody within mm-hmm. you know what I mean their belief system and so on and so forth. So you you would have to convert in certain you know certain instances. So yeah, I mean it's required for that person that's in it. Mm-hmm. If, really, if I'm yeah. not in it, and then I'm, now it's a choice for it's me. A right, choice. It's a choice for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a sticky situation. <laughs> sticky. <laughs> oh, that was anybody have final thought? This was a good conversation. I'm I glad to like get all was, those. Yes. Different opinions from people who actually actually live those live experiences. Mm-hmm. Could be me though, but <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate everybody, everybody, definitely everybody's feedback. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm too stubborn. I'm not mature enough. I just I don't think it's maturity. I think at the end of the day, sometimes you are who you are. You believe what you believe, and. It's not necessarily, I don't think it's stubbornness either for you to say, this is my thought system. This mm-hmm. is this is, this is is how I was raised. Yeah. This is what I believe. I don't have to alter how I believe or what it is that I think. Exactly. Especially not for a relationship. I think right. we should definitely pin- you soul searching. <laughs> sure. Right. Pinpoint that because you hate to end up in a situation where you, to. you know, converted and maybe you've had some children and now you're you're raising them that way. And so then if you happen to leave and you no longer believe it, your kids been raised this way when they go to their dads or their moms, they're gonna continue like how does that conversation even have it really needs to be something that you kinda already wanted to do or, you know, maybe you're not super religious and that, you know, you're learning more about it. You're like, this I believe well, this. I, I think it the bottom line is Stay true to yourself. Period. Okay? Hard Because stop. if you <laughs> do something for anybody else other than yourself, it is temporary. It yes. is. Period. That's good. Point blank period, poop. That's okay. a jewel. <laughs> that is a jewel. Well, before we go, we're going to, of course, get into our Girl Boss segment for this week. Mm-hmm. Super excited. This week is... Girl boss is <laughs> silly. <laughs> Chef Lay McCoy. Oh, um, Chef, I'm gonna call her Chef, but Chef Lay. <laughs> <laughs> Born and raised on the south side of Chicago, she grew up in the Inglewood neighborhood, Chi-town. <laughs> Um, She discovered that she had a passion for cooking. A ve- at a very early age, mm-hmm. she completed her culinary management degree at the Illinois Art Institute of Chicago. She's now a private chef and the owner of Lloyd's Upscale Street Food. Yeah, okay, come for her. Uh huh. Lloyd's is located on the south side of Chicago. The menu is focused on some of Chicago's top street foods, such as tacos, burgers, wings, and more. Mm. Although they offer some of your favorite street fo- foods, excuse me. They are giving you that fine dining feeling on the go. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Nadia, when are you taking us to Chicago? I know, I'm <laughs> ready to go. Okay. I'm, I'm going to I'm have to dabble in the food. Okay. okay. Chef Lay, we coming. <laughs> Chef Lay, we is coming. She actually went to, uh, I went to high school with her. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but you can follow her at Chef Lay McCoy on IG um, at... Lloyd's Upscale Street Food 
on IG as well. Um, and we'll have that information posted for you once we um, post the girl boss for the week. So you can follow her and you'll be able to see all the delicious foods that she has to offer. Mm. She is amazing. So y'all go ahead and check her out. Um, super excited for her. Another Chi-Town individual. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so we really, 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 really appreciate you guys um, joining in and listening in to Definition of a Woman. There's levels to this shit. And please follow us on all of our podcast social media pages, IG, Facebook, YouTube. We're defini- Definition of a Woman everywhere. Um, and I, we're, we're probably back loading some YouTube stuff. I know a lot of you tell me you've been watching on YouTube and I've been slacking upload stuff. But that's the <laughs> there. Um, uh, we're going to continue to post little uh, sneak peeks on um, YouTube soon. So make sure you are following, as Danielle said. Make sure you are liking, commenting, subscribing, and sharing yes. all of our social media pages and the podcast when it drops on Tuesdays. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Some love. I say it like this. If you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. (laughs) 